You're listening to the Soul Ties Podcast with Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors, authors of the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. We bring awareness to toxic relationships, promote self-love for singles, and support strong, healthy relationships for couples. Here on the Soul Ties Podcast, we answer your questions. So join us weekly on Facebook Live, where we look forward to interacting with you live and on air. Do you have a burning question to send us? Then go to relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals.tv. Now, let's get into today's episode. Everybody, listen, why don't you go ahead and get us started and we'll jump right into it. This sounds like it's going to be interesting. It, it is going to be an interesting one. Good evening, everybody. Welcome. This is the Soul Ties Podcast. We're Kenyon and Takara Martin, counselors and authors of Journey to Freedom, the Soul Ties Detox, and founders of the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. This is our podcast. This is our opportunity to connect with you because we get letters via our DMs. Y'all know how we do it. You send us a DM and we use those letters um, to answer your questions live because we can't answer them all. So this is the platform that we use to make sure that we can connect with all of you. Okay, um, let me go ahead and just again, y'all already know where I'm about to go with this. If you have an iPhone, go ahead and raise your hand and, and give honor and glory to God because you are on the iPhone, the phone that Jesus loves. And what you can do is if you're listening on the replay, you can pause this and you can go and leave us a review and tell the world how much you love the Soul Times podcast so we can spread the message of healing and wholeness and healthy love across the land. And by the way, if you're not on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher, update y'all. We are finally on Spotify. What? I didn't even know that. Praise the Lord. We are finally on Spotify. So now you can find <laughs> us there. I'm sick of y'all harassing me on Instagram talking about, I wish you had Spotify. It would be nice to see you on Spotify. We are there. Leave me alone and stop harassing Are we me. on it now? We are on Spotify. Yes. Well, all we right. announced this last week. Oh, wow. Wow. I am so behind. Well, all right. Hey, Spotify. Okay. Listen, let's go ahead and get started. I saw Jarvis Phipps. July 20th July is the day. 20th, July 20th. July 20th is the date. Mr. Jarvis, and Mrs. Phipps ties that knot. Yes, his queen, Verdana. They will be delivered from the singles ministry. Let's praise God. They're going to be delivered <laughs> Listen, from the singles ministry. I'm excited because Jarvis has been with us for quite some time. And Jarvis, Jarvis has followed us for, for quite some time. And he's been there. And, and just to see that some of the things that we've said have been able to at least be a small part, to be able to play a small, small, small part in yes. the grand and large story that Jarvis has is gonna is remarkable and we are hoping maybe one day we'll have to interview them and and get them right on live with us. Absolutely. Why don't we do that? Y'all consider Absolutely. that. Absolutely. After after July twelfth. After July, y'all gonna be a good bit busy. Mary. Good and married. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey Martins, uh, hey Esther Martins, I've got a question for y'all. I'm engaged to a beautiful and talented woman, and after two years of dating, we are supposed to get married next year. But ever since I proposed, she has changed. Every time I don't agree with her or anything, she flips. She throws things, calls me crazy names, and she is beginning to get more comfortable putting her hands on me. 
Don't you dare. No, no, no. I'm hey, listen. No, that wasn't that wasn't a, a I wasn't saying that. I'm just saying, man, listen. You looked at me. I thought it was one of them. I wish you no, would. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no, no. What really set me off recently was when I told her last week that I was not going to be able to do our traditional date night. He's already prepared date night. That's good. Because my daughter's mother needed me to get my daughter a couple of hours early. I invited her to come and hang and watch movies with us, and she agreed. But the entire time she was there, she was rude to my daughter. Mm. She wouldn't offer her food or candy and told that and told her that if she needed anything to ask her daddy, quote unquote, I was so angry. My daughter finally went to bed. I calmly addressed her, which is the girlfriend of uh, the fiance, and told her that how she acted was not okay or wasn't okay. Bruh. <clears throat> she spit in my face and said how dare how dare i put any women's feelings over hers she even started yelling and cursing me out while my daughter was in the next room and called my daughter's mother a bitch i'm just reading it here listen i consider myself a good dude i was raised by a single mother and i respect women even my daughter's mother but my fiance pushed me to the edge and I'm ashamed to admit that I pushed her during the fight last week while my daughter was in the next, while my daughter was in the next room, while we've made up since that fight, I don't feel safe around her. Not just because she's physically violent, but because I became, because I become my worst self with her. Mm. I kind of want to call the wedding off, but I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hurt her. And we've spent so much already, and a lot of people stand to lose a lot of money if we call it off because it's the destination wedding. What should I do? Uh, I'm going to address this in a minute, but I need to. I need to take a. Uh, you need to take a deep breath, the woo sigh. Yeah, is uh, is my um. <laughs> you need your inhaler. <laughs> yeah, I need my inhaler or something, man. I I, I feel out of breath on this one, babe. I, I I'm I need. <sighs> I need a little bit of that because this one yeah, took, took it out of me. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm setting this up for him and any man going through this to understand. I'm not saying women don't have a logical flow, but I do understand that there is an, we like to connect with the emotional pull of it. Right. Right. And so right here, I want, I'm just kind of stripping it down to it's some minimums here so that he can see at the very minimum what's going on around him. Now, first thing I wanted to do is walk, walk through the format of letters like this. Every single letter that we receive, male or female, is like this. And I want him to see that format. Here it goes. Number one, it says, this is how good they are, the person that I'm having a problem with. I, you started out by selling them. Exactly. The second one, or the second, then step two is, this is what they did or do. Right. The third, this is how what they did affects me. Uh-huh. The fourth, these are the reasons I should stay. Yes. Then the fifth is I'm confused. Mm -hmm. You see how that rolls? Yeah. So they start out by selling them. Then they talk about the core issue that's, that's the problem that's become the problem or has been the problem. And then it's, they talk about how it affects them and how it hurts them and breaks them down and how they addressed it. And then they turn around and start selling them again or selling themselves on this is why I well, need to stay. They begin to I rationalize to the idea of staying 
based on those different whatever those reasons are absolutely this is why i love writing this is why i love how we deal, deal with journaling is because it gives us an opportunity to break down our approach to any circumstance or situation yeah okay now here's where the confusion comes from bro this is where the confusion comes from the the confusion comes from number one the commitment You've made an incredible commitment. Most men who make commitments, most women too, but we're talking to a guy. We're talking here. to a man. Um, most men who make commitments and go this far in making a commitment don't want to go back on his word. There's a strong sense of keeping my word there. If there's any piece of integrity of character and, and character, we don't want to just drop it. I've committed. I said I committed. I promise this is what I plan on doing. Right. So what do I do with this? Okay. Right. Okay. And so when you have a commitment, men don't think deal breakers. We stop thinking deal breakers. We stop thinking that there is any reason why I should turn back exactly. on that commitment. Right. Which which is unfortunate. Number two, another reason why you're confused is because of the good times. Now, good times may mean good sex. I'm I'm just being honest because we know we know. We we know. We we just know what's real. But it also means good treatment or the at least treatment at least they treated me better than the past person right and sometimes we find ourselves trying to complement and conform to this quote-unquote upgrade because at least because at least they treated me better than the past and i don't know if i'll find any better than this right 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 you see what i'm saying mm -hmm. okay um and then the third reason is the promises we made to people outside the relationship, which is unfortunate. But what happens is, is that we're worried about how people see us and we're worried about how um, the people who have invested in us and in this relationship, parents, family, siblings, friends, best friends, people who kicked it with us for the last two, uh, two to three years, so on and right. so forth. But you not only that, saying? yeah. And you've also made a commitment to her family as well. I think when you propose to someone and y'all are getting married, part of your commitment is also saying that I've committed to your parents. If the yes. father's involved, I've committed to your father, then now I'm going to take care of your child. Nobody wants to return to sender and say right. <laughs> in that situation so back. right so i think it's, it's it's fair to say that in that commitment that he's made he's also now told her family that i'm going to prepare a place for her and take care of her after the man has presented an a a, a an integral and but yet invisible dowry right Right. After he has given himself to the idea that this is whom I want for the rest of my life. Yeah. And he's given it and offered it to everyone involved. Right. And he's received the goodness thereof. It's hard to think that this might be a mistake. Right. Okay? It's hard to accept. It's hard to accept. And then finally, just being honest, fellas, pride. Pride. Listen, I've been on the other side of that pride. I know people who have been on the other side of that pride. I know people who should not have gone down the aisle. I know you when I should not have, have gone. gone down the aisle. <laughs> but like we I, know where we shouldn't have. We know where we should have. You cannot let pride guide your decision making for the rest of your life or for life decisions. Right. That's very important. You can't let pride guide life decisions. Right. Because if you do, you're choosing for how you feel right now, how people see you right now, and to make somebody wrong right now. But them being wrong right now is not worth being wrong for the rest of your life. That's right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does matter? 
let's just break it down for us fellas. What does matter? Number one, behavior. If her behavior is consistent and it becomes a pattern, then that matters because that means it's a part of who she is. This didn't just creep up on you. We'll talk about that in a minute, but understand that this is behavior and this behavior does not have any limits. If she was like that towards your baby, towards your daughter, mm. if she was threatened because of your daughter and indirectly cursed at your daughter by cursing about her mother, knowing that your daughter was in the other room, those lines and boundaries have crossed and she did that with no regard and no hesitation. Her behavior matters. Behavior does not, this is not, reading this and understanding that this is not the first time, this is only escalated, again, she's become more comfortable Mm -hmm. hitting him she's become more belligerent she's becoming more and more and more and oh, i can't wait to touch on this I'm, I'm gonna tell you why this is happening but um or how this is happening or how this is creeping up on you okay the second thing that matters is your discomfort and your disrespect here's the thing once somebody says or does something that you don't like that hurts and harms you takara says it all the time and you bring it to their attention and you right. address it and say that this should not be the case. I don't like that. And they do not change that behavior or that situation. Then they are now responsible for any decision they make to hurt and harm you from that point on. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. And when they make that decision, you have to understand that they chose to hurt or harm you regardless of how they feel at that particular point in time. Well, I feel like this. I feel like that. It does not matter. They chose to treat you. And there's better ways of communication. There are better ways of dealing with situations. There are better ways to communicate and talk about things that get to us. Whether it be, whether it be a battle we should be fighting or not, there are better and more respectful and responsible ways, especially when it comes to someone we should be, we're preparing to be a partner with. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's the second piece. And then the third piece is understanding who else it impacts. Behavior like this does not only impact us, and obviously you see that, it impacts our children, it impacts our, um, not our immediate, well, who will be our immediate family, but our extended family or the people outside of the relationship. Because of what she said and how she said it, and because this is becoming a situation that, that's becoming an issue, she's looking to seclude or isolate. And when she looks to seclude or isolate, that's gonna damage your relationship with other people in your family and friends. Um, and when I say damage that relationship, I'm not talking about they'll, they'll leave you, but what that'll do is it'll cause you in order to accommodate her, to cut them off right. in order to keep her quiet, in order to keep her safe for you and for your daughter when your daughter comes over and for any new children, please don't have any children yet. For any anyone who comes into that space, you're going to do whatever you can to appease her anger in order that it don't influence the environment. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, so here's what we're looking at. Now that we've said all that, Here's what we're looking at. We're looking at a woman who has bad behavior. 
She has terrible toxic behavior. I don't care what reason there is. She has it. Right. Okay. There may be a past. There may not. But this is consistent. Why did it sneak up on you? It didn't. It didn't sneak up on you. Why didn't it sneak up on them, babe? I'm sick of the games. I'm sick of being hurt. I'm sick of feeling like I'm being used. And I'm sick of attracting all the wrong people. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of wasting my time being in a relationship with the wrong person. If you've ever said this or something similar, you're not alone. We've talked to a lot of people who have been there. Heck, both of us were there once. Do you want to know a secret? We weren't rescued from there by luck, chance, or magically finding each other. We learned how to find each other on purpose and we were willing to move on if we weren't happy with what we found do you want to know the method we used well if you're really finished trying it your way it's time to try dating by design dating by design is a course we've developed that teaches what dating is and how to do it we'll teach you how to date to find what you're looking for how to be ready for what you're looking for how to disqualify the unqualified how to be empowered in dating how to say no and walk away, and how to be open to healthy relationships. We'll teach you the mindset and method that helped us find, discern, and confirm that we were the best things that happened to each other since sliced bread. It's all in our program, Dating by Design. You'll find that and more in the Soul Ties Healthy Love Club. Tell me, tell me. It did not sneak it. And I, I wanted you to get this out because I, I just, I've been itching to get to this place right here. Okay. This behavior does not sneak on you. What I think, uh, you said something earlier. Mm-hmm. Women have power. Yes. And, and their influence. They're, they have power in their influence. And sometimes their influence is in their tongue. Sometimes their influence is in their brain. Sometimes it's between their legs. Mm. All I'm saying is women have a very significant way of influencing their men. No, there ain't so, nothing wrong with being fine. I'm just there saying. There ain't nothing wrong with being fine. And listen, all of us have it. There are just a lot of us choose to use our powers for good and not evil. That is that is all I'm saying. When you have a woman, and I will go, I and we are very careful about putting labels on people, psychological labels on people. Right. But I will say, when you have a woman who is is behaving with very narcissistic tendencies, you have to look at the progression of it. It it starts very, very seductive. It starts very cute. It starts very endearing. Babe, please don't go. Babe, stay here. Babe, call off work and stay in bed with me. Babe, oh, do you have to go over here to this? I want to, come on, I miss you. I'm going to cook you dinner. I'm going to do this over here. And then all of a sudden, once she realizes that she can use those types of manipulations to reel you in, the manipulations get harder and harder because now once good sex wears off, Mm -hmm. then she's got to escalate into something that's going to help more. Then she starts pouting. Then she starts getting upset and giving you the silent treatment. Then she starts being passive aggressive. And then it escalates from there. These things don't sneak up on you. It starts out as a very endearing woman that wants to spend a lot of time with me and wants 
to just love on me and be with me all the time. And oh my God, I've never had someone love me like this before, AKA love bombing. And so these types of things start off in the same way that it does in the opposite sex or when it's a man doing it to a woman, but she uses it in a way that begins to tighten that grip around you. And you talk about relationships being strained after a while, it's not even going to be that I just don't want to, oh, baby, I just want to be around you. It's you cannot have anyone else but me Absolutely. in your life that shows that they are more important. Absolutely. Now, I want to just take that just a little bit further just to help isolate some things. Um, um, you know, one, real, real quick, where Carlita said, what you are describing uh, is some of the tactics of someone on the dark triad. I'm going to touch on, I want to touch on the dark triad. I'm glad you said that. I want to touch on that real quick. Absolutely. Um, but before that, uh, we have to, you have to understand that you two have been together for two years. And two years mark the point in which the honeymoon phase generally is over. Sometimes it's over a little bit quicker within about yeah. a one year. Sometimes it's over a little bit later within about three or four years, depending on the temperament of the relationship, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I'm in a perpetual honeymoon phase with you because we have a great res and responsible and, and, and loving relationship. But when you're dealing with someone like this, the reason why it sneaks up on you is one of two reasons. Either it's just now coming out or you couldn't see it in the first place because you were always you were fogged by the euphoria of the honeymoon phase. Exactly. And what does that mean? It means literally just for for psychological reference when we're in the honeymoon phase, when we are in love and when everything is going right, um our, our executive function kind of let things slide through mm -hmm. the, the front part of our uh, the front lobe of our brain. It kind of lets what's called red flags fall through so that uh, we can become closer right. and love each other more and so on and so forth is how you build and bond together. Unfortunately, we do that while we're dating rather than marry, rather than waiting to marry because a person should be assessed all the way up to the date that you say I do to be honest with you. Listen. And again, before you get to the dark triad. Yes. This is again, you guys, we are faith based and we do believe that sex should be reserved until marriage. So, but understand that it's not just because we we believe it's a sin. It's also because when you are involved with someone that is toxic, when you are involved with someone that is emotionally and then like her becoming physically dangerous to you, it is very difficult, number one, to see that when the sexual chemicals and endorphins gets mixed in there, then it becomes even more difficult to walk away from that because now sex has bonded you to that person in a way that makes it seem like I cannot now live with out them absolutely and we always talk about the um oxytocin when it comes to women but we never very uh we rarely get the opportunity to talk about vasopressin. vasopressin yeah when it comes to the men and that's the the hormone that begins once we make the decision and once we allow ourselves to fall to it it, uh, it it puts us in a position to be extremely protective even if we're protecting them from us or protecting them from themselves we try to protect them from um whatever is going to take them away from us right so and, and there is that issue as well that we talked about earlier where you talked about i need to be meant more man right because we're also saying if i'm if i'm willing to I, if i feel like i need to give up i'm also so bonded to them that i need to protect 
them from that willingness to yes. give up. Yes. You see what I'm saying? It comes and it comes in that way. And so we want to expose that to you. Also, the reason why, let's just say it just came out in her rather than you missing anything. Let's just say it just came out of her. Another thing we have to understand, we always talk about men wooing women. Men woo women by chasing women, but women woo back by catering to men. Absolutely. Women woo passively. Women cater to you passively and which is okay it's all a part of the the situation it is it, it's fine but the idea is is that there is a mutual pulling together and so what happens is is that when she does cater she's giving you an indication that there's mutual love and respect and response to that absolutely there's a reward for meeting the standards that she has out there and in many toxic cases i'm trading you this for what i need from you which is control app so let me talk let me t i want to touch base on the dark triad real quick what the dark triad is is these are narcissistic tendencies mm -hmm. that all that even if you're not a narcissist or 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 a a diagnosed narcissist right, person right these three traits mixed together makes the most dangerous of people okay mm -hmm. the first one is the the belief that a person is more special than anyone else right it's more than being conceited it's the belief that i must be raised above anyone else they are extremely petty extremely competitive extremely over the top when it comes to anyone else having your attention even your children even your parents even friends they're extremely your job anything that f they feel like takes their place um they have to be the most they, they they exercise being the most clever the most spiritual the best uh they want to be acknowledged as the best even if they don't put in the best effort they have to be stroked ego stroked on a consistent basis right the second one is not only is do I have to be the most toxically special? But the second one is being interpersonally exploitive. Um, what that means that they're at manipulative in a way where they will exploit you. They'll exploit your hearts, uh, your hurts. They'll exploit. They'll they'll challenge you in ways that that. Um, that that you've never been challenged before they ignore bound boundaries they'll deceive you they'll trick you they'll they'll make everything your fault there'll be a little bit of gaslighting in there mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying yes and i gotta grow through this because this is not the narcissist we did we did that we did it we <laughs> might do it again <laughs> okay and then the third one which is most important is that they lack empathy the reason why they're able to cross so many boundaries and do so many things listen is because they like they really don't care they will feign caring caring up front because they're getting what they really care about is their ego fed or themselves fed um, but once that is stopped, they don't care about anything else. And so they will cross boundaries to get over to what they really want from you. Right. And and that's why, um, and I know we were going to get to the child in, in a few, but that's why I think you can look at somebody like this and it's like, you have to be dealing, you have to be joking. You have to be dealing with a crazy person because when it comes down to it, 
how is it that you are literally saying that there is something wrong with my relationship to my child? How is it that you don't feel any compassion for what's going on with my child? How do you not care that you are probably frightening my child in the next room Absolutely. by the way that you're speaking? It's because they have no empathy. There is nothing that matters more than how they feel, what they want and what they desire in that moment. And right then and there, you've threatened what they thought that they had over you, which is that ultimate control. By saying, oh my God, my daughter is, is important. By saying that you will not treat my daughter this way, you're threatening their existence in your life as the ultimate supreme being <laughs> in your life. Absolutely, and here's the thing, when, when one lacks empathy to the nth degree, what it does is it robs anyone around them from their personhood. You right. are not a person to them. Absolutely. You are an object to be owned and controlled and to appease them at, at their very whim. Yeah. If you remove, if, if you act out of line, then we have a problem. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So I'm glad you uh, mentioned that, Carlita, because this is, this is pro it could be one of those situations. And again, you don't have to have an actual diagnosis in order to exhibit those three behaviors. Right. You might be a little, you might have a little bit of psych. Somebody said cray cray. <laughs> it, 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 there, there's, there's some psychopathy there, but <laughs> if I can say that. But uh, yeah, absolutely. So with that being the case, with that being where you are mm -hmm. with that with knowing that this is her behavior this is who she is and it doesn't get better over time marriage the marriage may seem like it appeases but it doesn't no trying to man up and bend man and taking it may seem like it appeases but it doesn't there are certain things we as even we as men do not deserve and should not take and verbal, emotional, and even physical abuse is one of them. And I would, we can't tell you what to do, but we can ask you several questions that can't, that may lead you to a, a, an end result, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the first one is, do you want your daughter to see and experience this kind of behavior? This is one thing that you need to understand. Sounds like you got a great relationship with your daughter. Right. Sounds like and there's- And her mother. And, and her mother. Even though that, you know, you, you let bygones be bygones. Once you accept and tolerate this kind of behavior, she is watching that. And she will do one of two things. She will either dislike you because she's been estranged from you because this person's isolated you from, your, from her or have caused you to be isolated from her. Or she will say this behavior must be what I need to actually get my father. Now you created what's called daddy issues for her. Yes. Okay. And she will continue to display those issues and wonder why she can't get anyone as good as her father because she keeps treating men like this. One of the two. Or ahead, can I add a three? Yes, you can. Um, three. Um, one thing that you mentioned earlier is the alienation of family and separating you from family because this is an abusive relationship. I don't care what who what shoe is on whose foot. This is an abusive relationship. One thing that an abuser will do and and continue to try to do and nonstop until they succeed is alienating you from the people that you love the most. And that includes your daughter. And so if she is abusive to you and she's already shown disrespect to your daughter, it's only a matter of time before it's going to filter down to your child. 
even if it's not direct, a child still feels the passive aggressive um, demeanor of a step parent. Trust me, I know this from with my own children. So believe me that I, I can tell you this from experience. But what's going to happen is your children are going to be alienated um, from you. Your daughter will be alienated from you. And then your daughter's going to grow up seeing that daddy chose this person over me. If she does not become like her, she's going to then begin to walk with the scar that this is who my daddy chose and continues to choose over me. And that's hurtful more than anything. To any child, whether it be son or daughter, but for a daughter that can be uh, very, very personally destructive. Um, the other thing is, is that you need to understand, I understand that people have invested monetarily into this destination or at least begin to put down payments or whatever the case may be. You want to see if those are refundable. Right. But even if they, if, if it's not, is there, they can make that money again. Is their deposit worth this deposit into your, the rest of your life? Right. Absolutely. That's what you need to to really look at you need to weigh that balance there you're making a deposit that you're abs that you're more that may you may lose on in the sense listen Jarvis said this is what happened to him it doesn't get wow any better wow we're talking that's someone who has experience are you willing to go further in order to prove a point or in order to save them their budget Right. And then and, and that's their budget for a day or three days or a week, however long you guys are going to spend there. But this is your budget for the rest of your life. Absolutely. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to deal with this behavior as is for the rest of your life? Let me tell you something. People who have patterns don't change overnight. They don't. Mm -mm. They don't. They might be able to hold it at bay. They may be able to put up the facade until they're comfortable or until they feel like they got you. But people like this do not change overnight. And I guarantee you dollars to donuts 100% that you've seen. If you look back in your life, you've seen in your relationship, you've seen this behavior before, but ignored it because it was cute or because she was just being territorial or because she was just fighting for you or because she just wanted you more or because it filled up our ego. That's how it works. When that isolation and sense of, I want you here, that sense of control first comes out, it comes out as I need you, I want you, and it fills us up until it captures us. Yes. Until we become their prisoners, until you become prisoners of that. Guaranteed. Whether and, and to be honest, it doesn't even have to be abusive to be like that. There's a lot of passive aggressive people out there that can get over with that and and you don't see it because they're so quiet and so off-putting and so unassuming and so tender and because the world outside them never know mm. yet you're yet you find yourself consistently kowtowing to and appeasing their their need for control over you it can happen yes ma'am well somebody asked a question like how does he even begin to walk away from a situation like that because let me tell you we've seen these situations play out and, and again a woman will be quick to put her hands on you and then have the police called and then have you arrested <laughs> um for the for a domestic violence dis violence dispute for you trying to leave her 
Let me, here's, here's what, let me tell you what I would advise my brother in the Lord to do if this were, if, if I was being asked, you know, how do you even begin to get out? Because Go you ahead. know good well, once you try to leave, she's going to get worse. Oh, it gets worse. Like it does. They, they're going to go does. crazy. So here's what I would advise you to do. If it does not sound like you guys live together. I was just thinking that. Go ahead. It does not sound like they live together. However, I still wouldn't want this person knowing where I live. Okay. If you can afford it, I would sneak creep low, find a new Who's place there? to Run live, away. find a new apartment, a new place to live. Um, again, it, even if you are like if you own a home, temporarily find a new place to live. Do not allow this woman to know where you live. Mm-hmm. Move in the middle of the night. Like seriously, hire movers, find a place, move during the work day. So while she's at work, she doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Get into a place and then call it off. And then if she knows where you work, then you can call the police because now she's in a public place causing a public disturbance and a public place of business. But move without any without her even knowing it before you even call it off. Now, I think that that is that is a good I don't know how practical or pragmatic that is for your financial situation. That's what I said if you can afford or, it or whatever. But I, I like that. But let me kind of draw some kind of um, connection there. What you want to do is start by saying, okay, let's postpone this. Okay? Yeah. Let's separate for a little bit. Get some time away so you can think clearly. Whatever you need to do to separate, I need a separation from you to think a little bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Get that separation. Now, in order to create, d- does that call for a move? It may. Depends on her disposition. Disposition. Jarvis said he stayed in the Motel Six for two weeks. Well, then there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, but you're going to have to begin to begin. See, the thing is, how do you start walking away? That's a that's a practical situation, but that's also an emotional situation. It is. And there is the 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 practical of okay, get up, get out, get moving. There of escape. Course. There's the practical practical escape. But there's always that bondage that you have emotionally. Yes. And you're always going to be looking over your shoulder, not for someone coming after you, but hoping that someone comes after you because that's what you want. You are a man and you want to keep what you what you've captured in a sense. Does that make sense? It, yes, baby. It makes way more sense. Than <laughs> no, 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 no. What you said makes sense. It, it was just one it, part of it. If you're ready to leave, but yes, the emotional side is way more lasting. You need a break. There needs to be a break in the relationship so you can say, let me breathe and let me think. You have a whole entire year to deal with this. You can tell people to start counseling registrations next month. Just give it 30 days and then begin to move forward from there Very in true. increments. Because what's going to, here's the thing, it's not you I'm afraid for, it's you I'm afraid of. Because many times she had, if, if, if there is a hook in you, she knows what button to press. She knows how to pull it. She knows how to get it back. So it needs to be a very, very cogniz- cognizant. You need to be very conscious of every step you make and why you make it and make it with intent and purpose and motive 
and continue to live in that until you get a far enough emotional distance to make a good decision. Yes, ma'am. If she allows you that too, but I will also say in conjunction with that, Mm -hmm. if you're going to give the opportunity for any type of reconciliation, so you're saying, hey, we need a break, then I would even suggest beginning premarital counseling. Listen, premarital counseling is not to get you ready for marriage. From us. From us. (laughs) Premarital counseling is to find out if you have what it takes to survive a marriage, to see if you are equipped for marriage. For each other. For each other. So if you begin with a professional and start going through premarital counseling, at least begin to uncover some of these things that are going on because what you're going to find is that they will either be all in and participate with you and start working towards a healthy relationship or she's going to just flip more and go and and really go even harder in on that but begin to suggest counseling um if it's too emotionally difficult to of course walk away right now and just like run and go you know go dark i will say (laughs) That's what I would do. I would say, yes, begin with saying, hey, let's start getting counseling. But keep also everything in writing. I'm Olivia Pope. It turns on. I'm sorry. Keep everything in text messages and writing to say, here's what we're going to do. I don't feel safe marrying you by how you acted yesterday with my daughter. I don't feel like so. I feel like we should get counseling and begin to also categorize catalog her responses because then if she begins to um, escalate in her behavior and she becomes erratic in her behavior over text messages, somebody who believes you love them doesn't believe that you're also chronicling their behavior either. So also begin to keep things in text messages so that way if a restraining order then becomes warranted later on down the line, you have conversations started via text with them not just admitting to wrongdoing, admitting bad behavior, but also then posing threats against you in writing as well. Absolutely. I I, I like the counseling idea and I'll support it. But let me make sure you understand us clearly. You are not married, so you are not obligated. You're not obligated. To make it work. Counseling should be an exposure to the issues that you have. Absolutely. It should help you to expose to each other. There might be a mediator. And to be honest, uh, um, a good counselor is going to say, "What? What is? what is your... What is your what is the end result that you want? And if the end result that you want is to reconcile and make sure that you get to the broom and jump it and in safe fashion, that's what you're going to be working towards. But you need to make sure that she is still being assessed as long as you are unmarried. That person is being assessed up to and including the broom and the straw that it has. I'm telling you, assess and make sure because there's some people who can pull the wool over even counselors' eyes and come home and be hellions. So I'm telling you, don't depend just on that. You go, yeah, don't depend just on it. Um, don't think it's going to fix things. You it's need not, to monitor the the rela- You need to monitor her be- behavior. Exactly. But the thing is, if somebody, especially people who know that they have a problem but don't want to admit it or or believe that you're the sole problem, they're not going to go to counseling anyway. That's right. And I think the that's idea, what somebody asks. What if they don't go? Yeah. No. Some they're not. A lot of times, if somebody's this far off 
um, in terms of their behavior, they're not going to go because they don't. They also don't want to change. They don't want to admit that there's a problem because how they've been this long has gotten them everywhere they needed to get at least this far. The idea of suggesting counseling. It is to confirm what you already feel. There have been plenty of times where I have suggested counseling, knowing that somebody was not going to go, but I would try at least to do this because I, because I love someone or I care for someone, I still needed to know that I was, I'm moving in the right direction right. away from you. Mm-hmm. So suggesting counseling, going to counseling, doing all that, that I suggest doing it because again, it's going to expose, like you said, who you're really dealing with. And it will, um, if you allow it to, it will uh, put you in a position to make a decision on your own without saying, oh my God, what do I do? They're giving you all the answers you need right there. Absolutely. And if they don't go, if you can afford it, you can also go alone. I think the the counselor is always freer to express, okay, yeah, that's not good. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When, when the whole idea is that there's a difference. When you go there to reconcile a relationship or when you go there to heal yourself, there's going to be two different approaches to that. You right. see what I'm saying? Exactly. So when they think you're when they think you're the problem, they send you on, you go and uh, figure that out. Or you can just send us an email. Or okay. So- <laughs> that too. Because I'm trying to tell you something here. Thank you for listening to the Soul Ties podcast. Recorded live on Facebook and distributed to iTunes and SoundCloud. Now, if you're on iTunes, we can't grow without you. So help spread the love, rate us, leave a review, and share your favorite episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to the Soul Ties podcast so you won't miss any future topics or your questions being answered. Do you have questions that you want us to answer? Just visit relationshipgoals.tv. That's relationshipgoals, all one word, dot TV. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Soul Ties podcast. We hope you enjoyed the program.